This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 214. Hey, my friend, thank you for joining me. This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, and I have some very, very brief coaching for you, but it's going to be very actionable for this weekend because I'm going to tell you two things to do to improve this weekend's message. Now, you could have thought of these two things, but you're listening to this podcast episode. So I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to remind you of these two things, and hopefully I'm going to inspire you to put these into action and really improve your message this weekend. Last night we had some snowfall here, and this morning I got up and I looked out and I thought, well, there's not that much snow there. It looks like maybe three inches, three inches of snow. I mean, maybe four. I don't even think it was four. I thought, well, that's there's not that much snow. And I got out, and man, the snow, it was, it was dense, and it was white. And it had that white, that whiteness that looks a little bluish. I mean, this was like high-quality, classy snow. I've never called snow classy before, but this was classy snow. And I got my shovel out, and I started to push it. And oh, man, it was dense. It was heavy heart attack snow. That's what it was. But I would call it snowman snow or snowball making snow. I mean, it just it's just full of moisture and, and thick. Now, usually here in Iowa, here in central Iowa, I can just get my push shovel and just whoosh, just sweep it right away. And in fact, sometimes I use the leaf blower to get the snow off the driveway. But oh man, not with this snow. It didn't look like there was as much, but it was a lot denser. There was a lot more in there, more than meets the eye. So this weekend for your message, Dan Ryland told us this years ago. He says, if you want to improve your message, make it 10 minutes shorter. Make it 10 minutes shorter. And when you shorten your message and you hold yourself to it, you take your average message length and you shorten it by 10 minutes, you are forced to put in prime content. And what happens is your message becomes like that snow. It doesn't look like there's as much because there's not. It's not as much height. It's only like three, maybe four inches, but it's dense. There's a lot in there. When you shorten your message, number one, your people don't have to sit as long. And number two, you just instinctively take the fluff out of your message. You take the stuffing out of it and you just put in the prime protein. And that's really important. Now, and just in case it's just all filled with uh, parsing verbs and, and, uh, and historical context, here's the second thing you need to do. So number one, shorten them by 10 minutes. Have more meaning in it. Have it denser. Pack it full of rich protein. But the second thing you have to do is you have to speak using parables. You have to tell stories. You know, we always hear that Jesus, he did not speak to the people without using a parable. You know, I have been watching my congregation over the last couple months, and I've noticed that every time I tell a story, I've known this for years, but it's like coming around to me again, like really, really strongly. Every time I tell a story, oh man, people... They just turn their head. They start listening. 
They lean in. They, they do. I know that's a term, right? But it's true. They lean in. So when you shorten your message, you need to pick at least two good stories. One, uh, preferably as an introduction to your message. And then what's really cool is when you can come back to that same story and finish it on the back end of your message, you tie the be- the beginning to the end, and then you teach a lesson, you illustrate a lesson or a truth that really drives it home to your congregation. And so you tell stories, at least two stories, one at the beginning and then one somewhere where you're going to really share your big idea if it's not at the beginning, if it's in the middle or toward the end, you want a story that leads into your big idea so that people are listening, they're paying attention. People are listening because you've been telling a story. And people can't not listen when they hear a story. They have to lean in, and then they have to filter the story through their own experiences. And then they have to compare and contrast and analyze what you're saying. And and there's a lot of feeling involved in it. There's sometimes emotion involved in it. There's drama involved in it for the listener. And it just helps them. So, Pastor, those are the two things. Shorten your message this weekend. Do a test. Shorten it. And then tell some stories. Not just stories to tell stories, but stories that illustrate the truth you're trying to drive home. And you do that for two, three, four weeks. And you see if your people aren't saying, wow, you know, I've, I've, really, I've really been enjoying the messages for the last few weeks. That's how they would say it here in Iowa, where it's nice to be polite. They wouldn't say, hey, Jeff, your messages have sucked for about the last three months. You're finally serving us up with some good ones. No, they wouldn't say that. They would just say, I, I've really been enjoying the messages the last few weeks. Yeah, because you're saying things that interest them. So, Pastor, what I'd really like to do I'd like to just trudge through a passage, take about an hour, and leave no stone unturned, grammatically, exegetically, historically, applicationally, all that stuff. I would just love to study the Word. But we've got a group of people in front of us that it's not going to work for them. Shorten your message, tell a story, and I'll see you tomorrow, the weekend edition of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. podcast.